It's officially bounce back week for the Cincinnati Bengals as we try to bounce back from losing game one to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's talk about it. What it do is the 513 with your boy J.E. on the Cincinnati podcast. Hope everybody's having a phenomenal uh, day, had a great weekend. Uh, it was a tough loss, right? So I know a lot of people are probably still trying to recover from that loss. I heard that Paul uh, Paycor Stadium was rocking, uh, and I heard that it was a phenomenal weekend. I almost called it Paul, Paul Brown Stadium because that is so fresh in my mind. <laughs> But um, let, let's get right to it, man. So the Cincinnati Bengals dropped game one to the Pittsburgh Steelers. We did not expect that at all. I think a lot of people, including myself, overlooked the Pittsburgh Steelers. So shame on me. And uh, I'd be interested to know if – I don't say the Bengals overlooked them, but if they kind of just almost thought that they were going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers easily, man. So uh, it was a tough matchup. Uh, we had a lot of things that we really could talk about from that game, but it's officially bounce back week. We can talk a little bit about the game and we can talk a little bit about, you know, what happened in that game. But uh, the, the truth is there's a lot of things that you can look at when you look at this game. Um, Joe Burrow, turnovers, man. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Uh, Joe was responsible for five turnovers. You can credit some of those turnovers to other people, maybe. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, they had some turnovers that that should not uh, have happened or occurred in the first place. Uh, I think Joe had four interceptions and one fumble, uh, which is, you know, absolutely awful, man, when, when you look at that. Uh, and then we had the long snapper injury, which eventually impacted the kick at the end of the game. You had the red zone struggles. Um when you look at this team, man, as, as talented as this team is, there's no doubt about it. This Cincinnati Bengals team last season, they struggled in the red zone. Uh, they didn't get the job done. Uh, they were a team that was very talented on paper, right? But at, at the end of the day, when they got to the red zone, they had troubles with efficiency and scoring. Um, and then, you know, we got to capitalize when the opportunity presents itself. Uh, when you get to the end of the game and you're talking about making that field goal or uh, first you get the field goal blocked, which you look back at that field goal block and a guy comes right in between the wing, man. <laughs> Drew Sample blocks out versus blocking down and extending his leg. And then the wing, Minka Fitzpatrick, comes right through and blocks the kick. Minka had a great game. He had a pick six. He had a block, uh, a block field goal. And he had 14 tackles, I believe. But nonetheless, man, despite all the turnovers, this team battled back. They're battle-tested. They were in position to win the game. Uh, and they didn't get it done. And uh, quite frankly, outside of all the excuses, you know, I'm going to take, take my little paper here that I have with my notes on it about this game, get rid of it. Because at the end of the day, we got punched in the mouth, man. And if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you got to move past that. Um, it's it's game one, week one, and it's time to get ready for the bounce back, right? It's time to get ready to bounce back. We got the we got the Cowboys coming up, 
right? We play the Cowboys down in Dallas, which that should be a phenomenal game. Sorry about that. Trying to get something fixed up over here. That should be a phenomenal game here. We play Dallas in Dallas on the road, and um, it should be a really good game. Now, when you look at the Cowboys, I know we watched them play last night. Uh, unfortunately, the Cowboys have an injury to their starting quarterback in Dak Prescott. He is expected to miss six to eight weeks, which is very unfortunate for Dak. You hate to hear that, and you hate to see that anytime a player gets hurt or um, anything like that. That's just something you don't want to see, man. Dak Prescott's going to miss six to eight weeks. So we won't be seeing Dak Prescott next week. Um, it's, it's tough for them, man. It's tough for the Dallas Cowboys right now because, one, you lose Dak, right? Dak is a you know great quarterback in my opinion. He's you know one of the top quarterbacks in this league today that we have. Uh, but then you talk about a team that doesn't quite have the weapons that they had a year before when you see they lost uh, Amari Cooper, Um CeeDee Lamb looked like a guy who could potentially be that number one receiver, but he isn't quite there yet, right? And that and that kind of showed yesterday, uh, last night when they played the Buccaneers, man. Um, I thought Zeke looked good. I thought Ezekiel Elliott looked good, you know, for the Cowboys last night. I thought it looked like he had a burst. But outside of him looking good, the Cowboys still were kind of rotating him and Tony Pollard. Uh, they weren't really staying with Zeke, uh, despite him looking like he had a burst. So – um, that's something to, you know, those are a couple of things when I look at this team that I, you know, the first thing that kind of pops out to me and, and, uh, the craziest thing I didn't even mention was Micah Parsons, right? Micah Parsons is elite, uh, top five Ed rush, Ed rusher in the NFL right now and an absolute beast on the edge, man. So I think that Micah Parsons, man, that's, you know, when you look at this team, uh, unfortunately Dak Prescott won't be playing. I will probably be getting Cooper rush. Uh, of course, you'll see CeeDee Lamb. Uh, you know, you'll see CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, uh, Dalton Schultz. He had, a, he had a big role yesterday, I think, for the Cowboys. But look, man, the guy who runs the show is not out there, man. And unfortunately, six to eight weeks for him, but you got to play who you play. So the Bengals kind of caught a break with that one, man. They're getting a backup quarterback. You can't go in there and take Dallas for granted. I hope they're not doing that because you just got punched in the mouth by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, so you got to get ready to play, man, no matter if you're playing um, Johnny Manziel at quarterback or Peyton Manning, right? So they got to get ready to go, man. They have to be ready for this game. And, you know, there's a couple players still on the on the Dallas Cowboys roster that could be game wreckers, right? When you look at what the Bengals can do to, to bounce back this week versus the Dallas Cowboys, because I don't want to get this lost in all of this chaos that we have on Twitter, all this spaces chaos that we have going on, everybody overreacting, saying that the Bengals aren't good, the Bengals were a fluke. Uh, I know all of the opposition ran to run and tell about that and talk about that on spaces, but here's the truth, man. Um, the Bengals came out week one. They weren't. They were flat. Joe Burrow was rusty. He didn't play his best game. In fact, he probably played his worst game as a Bengal, and the team was still in the game. The guy turned the ball over five times. Now, that's credit to the defense, too, right? The defense played a hell of a game. But Joe Burrow still led them down the field, and, and they had an opportunity to win the game, and they didn't execute. So despite that, there are places coming up against the Cowboys where this Cincinnati Bengals team has to take advantage, has to execute well to win this game, and they cannot take whoever 
the Dallas Cowboys are rolling out their quarterback lightly. They have to prep like they're getting ready to play a Hall of Famer, right? The run game. The Bengals against the Steelers did not really stick with the run game consistently. Uh, and I, I think a lot of their runs were vanilla too, man. I think there were a lot of outside zones, uh, inside zone plays and, and things like that. But the Bengals need to get creative in the run game, and they need to stick with it, man. Don't be afraid to run the ball. Dallas Cow- The Dallas Cowboys struggle uh, yesterday against the run. Um, so I don't know if that's a, a knock on the interior, but it seemed like when I was watching the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers and I watched it twice or, or three times, they struggle in the interior. And the Bengals may have something there with the inside run game, and they have to get that going, man. They have to get it going. Um, they, Of course, like I told you guys already, the backup quarterback is going to be starting for the Dallas Cowboys. Could be Cooper Rush. I don't know who the other backup is, but I think it's going to be Cooper Rush. They have to make the Bengals defense and Lou Anarumo, they have to make the the backup quarterback's life a living hell, man. Um, You can't give them life. You're still on the road. You can't give them life. You can't give them opportunities to have a glimmer of hope. You have to make his life a living hell. You have to make him super nervous the entire game and, and make them play shy or gun shy. Right. Make them make mistakes. Show them different looks. Get creative. Don't sit back like when we play Mike White and just let them pick apart and let them, you know, wait for him to make a mistake. That's the worst possible thing you could do. Um, And we saw that when we played Mike White, he lit our asses up by dinking and dunking. And we ended up eventually losing to the Jets. The Mike Hilton penalty, that's outside the fact. Uh, Mike White still played well in that game, and he was a big contributor on why the Jets won that game. So they got to make his life a living hell. They have to be able to stop Zeke and stop Tony Pollard. Uh, this this offense this coming week will probably look a little bit different without Dak Prescott in it. So I expect a heavy dose of the run and maybe some creative runs with Tony Pollard to get him outside on the on the edges. So they got to slow that up and play defense there. And also, I think one of the most important things, don't let game wreckers wreck the game, right? When you look back at, you know, Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, all those cats made big plays in that game. Now, two of those guys are, I think, guaranteed Hall of Famers. Minka Fitzpatrick, he, he's still making his case, and I, I think by the end of his career, he'll probably be a Hall of Famer. Um, by the end of his career, I'm not, I'm not sure. He's not there yet. But you cannot let game records wreck, man. And when you talk about the, you know, the Cowboys, you got to hold CD Lamb, keep them, keep them boxed in. You got to slow down Ezekiel Elliott, right? Those are guys that you got to stop. But the real game records for the Cowboys are on defense, right? You got, you got Trayvon Diggs, who is a ball hawk. He gets beat for a lot of yards, but he does get interceptions. And then you have one of the best pass rushers in all of football, Micah Parsons who is an absolute dog off the edge. So um, the Bengals have to be ready to stop Micah Parsons. They have to be ready to attack Diggs smartly. Uh, You know, a lot of times Diggs was getting beat on, you know, fade routes in preseason or in practice. Please, please, please take some shots on Diggs if you get single high coverage. A lot of the times when they played the Steelers, it was all too high. It was all too high. They forced Joe to, you know, to check it down the whole game, which is why he had some turnovers because he was forcing it. 
if the if the if and when the Cowboys get the Bengals single coverage or you know one high safety, take your shots when you got them. Take your shots. Um, it, when they played the Buccaneers last night, they played they played some single high. They didn't play too high the whole time. Now maybe they play us completely different, right? But if in fact you get single high, take your shots. Next step is uh, be patient against too high cover two shell. Now the, again, I told you guys about the cover two shell. Another video doesn't exactly mean they're playing cover two, but whenever you got the two high safeties, uh, it's giving you a cover two look, right? That's what the shell means. So Joe Burrow has to be patient against cover two. Zach Taylor has to call up things that can attack the cover two. There should be a middle hole shot there in cover two, which we, we haven't quite been able to attack that. I think partly because I don't know if it's the scheming or, you know, offensive line holding up as well too, but we need to be able to get creative and attack, you know, attack the weaknesses and cover two that hole in the deep middle. And then also as well too, right. The underneath stuff, the run game is there. The Bengals just have to find ways to attack cover two, cover two shell, man, because we're going to be getting that a lot. Um, and that's something that yesterday we didn't quite take the checkdowns at all, man. They might have sat in cover four. They might have sat in cover two. I don't. I don't know for sure what coverage it was. I don't. I don't. I didn't look at it as closely on that. But nonetheless, man, that was um, that was the case, man. So, look, when you look at this game, it's it's a good test on the road. It's officially bounce back week. The Bengals have all acknowledged that hey, we dropped the ball at home. We probably should have won that game. We did fight, uh, and I'm glad that the players aren't panicking. I, I do love that about our team. Look, sometimes you can't win them all. Not too many teams can have the Dan, the, the incredible season, uh, go undefeated <laughs> throughout the entire season. So uh, you can't win them all is what they say. And to drop one to the Steelers in division hurts uh, big time, especially when you had the game in your palms and you let it slip out of your grips, you had the game right here in your palm. All you had to do was close your hand, and we and we couldn't do that. So I think the Bengals are on the road to bounce back. This game against the Dallas Cowboys is huge. It's a big test on the road despite them not having Dak Prescott. It's always tough anytime you go on the road, so every game is critical. If they can bounce back and get a win here, I know they can get back on track. A couple things they have to do to do it. I think that, you know, coming into this 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 week, the team's going to have a hard look in the mirror. Joe Burrow's going to have a, a long look in the mirror at himself and say, hey, man, last game, you didn't play. You didn't play how you wanted to play. You didn't play what you the standard. You didn't play to the standard that you needed to play. And I think he's probably going to be lights out for the rest of this season. And we might see some incredible uh, Joe Burrow clips this coming this coming week, man. So I'm excited. Uh, it's tough to go on one in the first week. It, it definitely sucks. But at the end of the day, it's, it's week one. The season's not over. We still got Joey B at quarterback. Uh, he's still an incredible quarterback. And uh, the entire team understands that, hey, the next, the next biggest thing we have to accomplish is win the next game. And they're focused on that. So who day to everybody checking in. I hope everybody had a phenomenal weekend. Enjoyed the game, whether you went in person or watched it on the couch. Uh, and I, I'm planning to be at the Dolphins game, the game versus the Dolphins, man, week five. So hopefully we can catch up there when we get a chance to make it out to the game. And uh, 
who they always, who they every day. And we, we'll be bouncing back this week. So appreciate you tuning in. Have a great one.